the greenwood shrift george the third and a dying woman in windsor forest by robert and caroline southey from the world's best poetry volume seven descriptive and narrative part two read for LibriVox.org by craig franklin as the narrator thomas peter as the children sonia as the dying woman katarina glovala as the maiden and adam bielka as george the third the greenwood shrift george the third and a dying woman in windsor forest outstretched beneath the leafy shade of windsor forest's deepest glade a dying woman lay three little children round her stood and there went up from the green wood a woeful wail that day mother was the mingled cry mother mother do not die and leave us all alone my blessed babes she tried to say but the faint accents died away in a low sobbing moan and then life struggled hard with death and fast and strong she drew her breath and up she raised her head and peering through the deep wood maze with a long sharp unearthly gaze will she not come she said just then the parting boughs between a little maid's light form was seen all breathless with her speed and following close a man came on a portly man to look upon who led a panting steed mother the little maiden cried oh or she reached the woman's side and kissed her clay cold cheek i have not idled in the town but long went wandering up and down the minister to seek they told me here they told me there i think they mocked me everywhere and when i found his home and begged him on my bended knee to bring his book and come with me mother he would not come i told him how you dying lay and could not go in peace away without the minister i begged him for dear christ his sake but oh my heart was fit to break mother he would not stir so i though my tears were blinding me i ran back fast as fast could be to come again to you and here close by this squire i meet who asked so mildly what made me fret and when i told him true i will go with you child he said god sends me to this dying bed mother he's here hard by while thus the little maiden spoke the man his back against an oak looked on with glistening eye the bridle on his neck hung free with quivering flank and trembling knee pressed close his bonny bay a statelier man a statelier steed never on greenswood paced i read than those stood there that day so while the little maiden spoke the man his back against an oak looked on with glistening eye and folded arms and in his look something that like a sermon book preached all is vanity but when the dying woman's face turned towards him with a wishful gaze he stepped to where she lay and kneeling down bent over her saying i am a minister my sister let us pray and well without in book or stole god's words were printed on his soul into the dying ear he breathed as twere an angel strain the things that unto life pertain 
and death's dark shadows clear. He spoke of sinner's lost estate. In Christ renewed, regenerate, of God's most blessed decree, that not single soul should die, who turned repentant with the cry, Be merciful to me. He spoke of trouble, pain, and toil, endured but for a little while, in patience, faith, and love sure in god's own good time to be exchanged for an eternity of happiness above then as the spirit ebbed away he raised his hands and eyes to pray that peaceful it might pass and then the orphans sobs alone were heard and they knelt every one close round on the green grass such was the sight of their wandering eyes beheld in heart-struck mute surprise who reined their courses back just as they found the long astray, who in the heat of the chase that day had wandered from their track. But each man reined his pouring steed, and lighted down as if agreed, in silence at his side. And there uncovered all they stood. It was a wholesome sight and good, that day for mortal pride. For the noblest of the land was the deep-hushed, bare-headed band. And central in the ring, by that dead pauper on the ground, her ragged orphans clinging round, knelt their anointed king. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.